0: This is Adam Hulse. Thanks for tuning into this episode of my podcast where I'm going to be giving you a quick preview of this upcoming baseball season, which is now less than two weeks away. That's crazy, right? Feels like baseball's been so far away for so long, but here we are. We're sitting less than two weeks away from the season, which is going to start on July 23rd this is going to be a baseball season unlike any other season that we've seen before we will be getting a 60 game regular season schedule as opposed to your regular 162 game schedule so obviously a much a shortened season there because of the pandemic of course In my personal opinion, I don't really think 60 games is going to feel anything like a regular baseball season, but that's all they can get us this year, so we'll take it. And even though the regular season may not feel the same, it will count the same just like any other season, so it's definitely something to get excited about now that we're so close. Okay, so in terms of schedule, each team will be facing only teams within their own division, as well as the corresponding division in the other league. So, for example, if you're the Yankees, you play in the AL East, you would only be playing teams from the AL East as well as the NL East. It's a regionalized schedule just to try to limit the amount of travel and hopefully limit the spread of the coronavirus. So yeah, schedule looks much different than it normally would in the baseball season. You're not playing the rest of the teams in your conference. You will just be playing your own division and the corresponding division in the other league. I think that can work to the advantage of some teams that have a weaker division or a weaker corresponding division, such as, let's take the Dodgers, for example. The NL West is relatively weak compared to many of the other divisions, so they will benefit from that. And playing the AL West as well, not too bad compared to some of the other divisions that they could be playing. While, on the other hand, a division like the NL East, which is loaded with good teams, they're all going to have to beat up on each other, and then they're also going to have to play the AL East, where the Yankees, the Rays, etc. So... Again, this regionalized scheduling is going to be a little bit different, but like I said before, this is what they can give us for baseball, so if that's what it means to have a season, that's what we're going to take. And with this shortened season, with this regionalized schedule, with such a unique year of baseball... It's going to make for a really interesting year. And on the positive side, with only 60 games, it makes every game that much more important. Usually baseball is more of a marathon than a sprint, but this year it's definitely going to be more of a sprint. In a long 162-game baseball season, you lose a game a day, it usually isn't that big of a deal as long as you're not stringing together long losing streaks. But with this shortened season, this 60-game season, every game is going to be a lot more important. It's almost going to feel like playoff baseball all regular season long as well, which is why I personally think pitching is going to be more important this year than it ever has been before. Just like pitching is so important in the postseason every year, with this regular season almost feeling like a postseason right from the start, I think pitching is going to be extremely crucial in particular the teams that are very deep in the pitching department have the deep bullpens the deeper rotations i think a shortened season like this is really going to benefit those teams more so than the teams that have the strong lineup and the weaker pitching so then the question really becomes with this shortened season usually in that long 162 game baseball season the best teams generally do make it to the playoffs you have so many games on a long enough timeline that talent Usually prevails, injury permitting, and the best teams generally are the ones that make it to the postseason. This year could be a little bit different with the shortened season. If a mediocre to lower team just gets hot for a 20-game stretch, all of a sudden they could find themselves getting into the playoffs when on a longer season they may not have been able to maintain long enough to make it to the postseason. Okay, so speaking of postseason, I think that the regular season, as I've said, is going to feel very strange, very different than any other regular season baseball that we're used to. But I do think that once we do get to the postseason, it's going to start to feel like regular baseball again, even though there probably will not be any fans in the stands. I think generally and pretty close to it, it's going to feel like a pretty normal postseason because as of now, it's going to be the same amount of teams that would normally get in, the same type of schedule the same type of series so i think once we do get to the postseason it's going to start to feel a little bit normal again like a regular baseball postseason would feel so now let's talk a little about how we think this postseason is going to shape out we'll go who we think our division winners are going to be as well as who we think the wild cards are going to be from each league starting with the al east i am picking the favorites the yankees to win the al east obviously they have a loaded batting lineup they have very good pitching they have maybe the best bullpen in all of baseball they're going to be missing a role this chapman for a couple weeks but even without chapman they're still one of if not the best bullpens in all of baseball so yeah just shows how deep that bullpen is and just how good that yankee team is all around moving to the al west uh, we're going to pick the houston astros even without the cheating this year Uh, they did lose garrett cole as well but i still do think that the astros are the best team in the west and i think that they will win that division again this year now in the AL Central, we are going for a little bit of an upset, and we are going to take the Chicago White Sox to win the AL Central this year. The White Sox have gotten a lot better from last year to this year. They added Yasmani Grandal and Edwin to the lineup, as well as lefty pitchers Dallas Keichel and Gio Gonzalez. So yeah, they've added some good players to an already decent team, a very young team. And I would think that this year, the younger talent on the White Sox is going to start to mature, start to grow. And I think they could be a really good team this year. If not this year, I think next year, I think the White Sox are close. I do think they get over the hump this year. So those would be our three division winners from the American League, the Yankees in the East, the Astros in the West, the White Sox in the Central. For our two wildcard teams, the first one we're going to take is the Rays. The Rays are a very diverse, very deep team. They have a lot of guys that can contribute. They have a lot of good pitchers, both in the rotation, in the bullpen. They find creative ways to win. And like last year, I think that the Rays will make it into the wild card again this year. And then our last team from the American League is going to be the Twins. A lot of people would pick the Twins to win the Central. As I stated, I'm taking the White Sox to win the Central, but the Twins to still get in as a wild card. My one big concern with the Twins is their pitching. I think their pitching is below average, mediocre at best. And as I said before, I think pitching is going to be more important than ever this year. So if there's going to be anything that maybe could stop the Twins from even getting to the postseason this year, it's going to be pitching because we know that their lineup is stacked it was a great lineup last year one of the best batting lineups in baseball and now they've also added josh donaldson to that already very good lineup so it's not the bats you'd have to worry about with the twins it's the pitching but i do still have them getting into the playoffs with that second wild card spot so from the american league in order ranked from one to five we have the yankees The Astros, the White Sox, the Rays, and the Twins. So now we will move over to the National League. We will start with the West, and I'm going to pick what I think is the easiest division winner this year, and that's the Dodgers. The Dodgers are a great team. They're fully loaded. They can hit. They can pitch. And the NL West, in my opinion, is the weakest division overall, with the Dodgers being one of the best teams in baseball, and the rest of the teams in that division a little below average. So I am going to take the loaded Dodgers to win the very weak NL West. Now we move to the National League East. And the National League East is a little bit tougher. There are four teams in this division, the Braves, Mets, Nats, and Phillies, who all could make a case for winning the division. But I am going to go with the Atlanta Braves. The Braves have a lot of great young hitters and guys like Acuna and Albies, a guy like Freddie Freeman, who's one of the best contact hitters in all of baseball. They did lose Josh Donaldson to free agency, but they replaced him with Marcelo Zuna, so not much of a loss there at all. The pitching for the Braves was a little bit shaky last year. If it can improve a little bit this year, the Braves can be definitely a contender to win the entire NL. They did add Will Smith to the bullpen, Cole Hamels and Felix Hernandez to the starting rotation, so no huge moves there added to the pitching, but they did improve the pitching, so I am going to take take the Braves to win the NL East over the Mets, Nats, or Phillies. Now moving over to the NL Central, similar to the NL East. This is a little bit of a tougher division to pick as well. There are also four teams in this division who can make a case for it. The Cardinals, the Brewers, the Cubs, and the Reds. But I am going to take the Cincinnati Reds to win the NL Central this year. The Reds were already a sneaky good team last year. And I think that they're just going to get better this year with the talent that they have. As well as adding guys like Mike Moustakis and Nick Castellanos to the batting order which makes obviously that batting order even better than it was last year and then they helped out their pitching a little bit too they got Wade Miley to add to like the back end of their starting rotation and Pedro Strope a very solid bullpen arm so of those four teams in the NL Central I am going to pick the Cincinnati Reds to come out on top so those are our three division winners in the National League we have the Dodgers from the West the Braves from the East and the Reds from the Central Okay, so moving on to the wild card teams. Our first wild card from the NL that we are going to take is one of those teams from the NL East, and that is the Philadelphia Phillies. The Phillies have a very talented team, a very good batting lineup, Uh, but last year, in my opinion, I think they played a little bit below their talent level and below their expectations, so I think the Phillies have a chance to bounce back this year. They did add Didi Gregorius to that already pretty good batting lineup, so that definitely helps. Their pitching was a little bit shaky last year, but they did sign Zach Wheeler. That'll help them out in that department a little bit, but besides Didi, besides Wheeler, I think the biggest addition to the Phillies this offseason was signing manager Joe Girardi. Joe Girardi is a very good manager. He's a very good in-game manager. And I think if anybody could get this very talented Phillies team over the hump and start playing like their talent suggests that they could, I think Joe Girardi is the guy for the job okay so that brings us to our second wild card our fifth and final pick in the national league and that is the st louis cardinals the cardinals being one of those teams from the nl central one of those four that i said could possibly win the division i'm not taking them to win the central i am taking them to get in to the national league playoffs as the wild card the cardinals just seem to be in it every year they're always a very competitive team very good franchise they didn't add or gain two much this offseason they did lose marcelo zuna but overall i do think that they're good enough and deep enough to make another run to the playoffs this year so that wraps up our national league our five teams ranked from one to five for the national league playoffs will be the dodgers the braves The Reds, the Phillies, and the Cardinals. So those are my 10 teams that I am predicting to make the playoffs this year. I'm not going to get too into playoff or World Series type predictions, being that we haven't even started the regular season yet. But if I did had to pick a World Series right now, let's take the New York Yankees over the Cincinnati Reds. Again, I'm not going to get into too many playoff predictions, but that would be my World Series right now if I had to pick one. New York Yankees. Yankees over Cincinnati Reds. Okay, so that about wraps up our MLB preview for this year. As, again, we're less than two weeks away. I don't know how that happened, but we are. It's starting to feel real. I'm starting to get excited. And I'm ready for baseball. So let's get this weird, shortened, regular season underway. And let's play ball. This has been Adam Holse. Thanks again for joining me. And I hope you tune in next time.